What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Triangle. This is your boy, G. And it's your girl, CJ. And it's a person who's here for segregation, Brandy. <laughs> what? No, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. okay we actually do separate, but actually keep it equal. Because they said separate, but equal, but we wasn't equal. So what if we do separate, like we were saying, we get equal, but we know how we get down. We don't let some folks in. We still want to create people like CJ, so we're we're fine with some of y'all, but the rest be cool. Stay away. Like, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, the though. They will always infiltrate with the fucked up ones. That's the problem. But well, why? Why? But they do. Like, but, why? but they do though. That's how all of this started in the first place. When they came out to this country to fucking colonize that shit, they went in talking about let's have you know let's grow some food together so we can like fucking live through the winter months yeah. and shit and once they <laughs> meanwhile got a- they're like we've been living through the winter months what the fuck are you talking yes about? and so <laughs> now but once they got comfortable and figured out how to grow food it was like a wrap they turned around and go, fucking shot everybody you know, real talk though real talk so it's funny because my aunt was taught as i told you guys before my aunt was really considering when she retires yes. she wants there's two places that she's looking into going gambia is number one because it's more cost effective mm-hmm. number two is ghana because it's more welcoming Yes. Ghana yeah. is like taking black folks from, from the States everywhere. And so, I mean, they. The diaspora, not even the United States, like Jamaicans. I'm talking Haitians. Oh, well, they said, the you know what the president there said? He was like, black people come home. This is your country, is what he this said. This is your country? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was really trying to get the folks there. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a trap. Really money, 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 money. Oh, yeah. He wants the expertise, definitely. <laughs> not only the expertise, but if you think about the diversity just within the african diaspora oh, like yeah. oh african americans canadian americans listen we can really that is Wakanda. brazilians puerto ricans like but you know what they're about to have bomb ass festivals with bomb ass food and it's gonna be stuff. every fucking oh, festival if they have Ghana like at one time. if they have fucking like what are they afro punk there i'm yes. going <laughs> yes. i'm going it's gonna be like afro punk how much money it's gonna be Afropunk on one side and then Carnival on the other side and they're whatever fucking other fucking things. Gonna like, just gonna have a, a multi-purpose outfit. Everybody's carnival. You can watch out through all the stuff. <laughs> Could you imagine everybody's carnival? You got Trinidad Carnival, you got oh my Brazilian God. Carnival, you I got so Mardi Gras Carnival. You got it's too much Everyone. carnival going on. This shit is crazy. We like it's to so celebrate. Dry. We like brown, brown know, black the, people love celebrations. The influx of babies after that carnival, uh, Afro punk, whatever experience would be crazy. Nine months, nine months later, like the SpongeBob boys. Oh my God! Y'all notice that white folks don't have that? What carnival? Anything in that nature? Oh, we don't. They don't need a celebration of their whiteness because every day is a celebration. Oh, so <laughs> no, there is no need pew, 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 pew. to celebrate it when we can enjoy it every day. It doesn't even count because it's that like a count. European white yeah. situation. That's, isn't that some type of German oh, or whatever? Okay, so it's German. America? Like in America? Yeah. There's not. Fourth of July is the have only anything. thing. Like we've been saying that. Yeah, there's but really Fourth not... of July don't even count. Do it we don't count that shit. We don't count it. Y'all can celebrate it like no more, right? Like no, I have. I, I have some... not, and like so. I'm telling you, I was just telling I, I like, Rob. I like fireworks, so I celebrate. I like fireworks. I'll go. We barbecue because it's a day off. And like last year, um, was it last year or the year before? We went to the local little Fourth of July celebration with the fam, and they had it was so funny. Listen, I was telling Rob when it happened, but you know how they like 
give congrats to people of the community that support and whatever. They got to the fucking PD and <laughs> And do you know all the brown and black people just looked around at each other while everybody else was clapping? We were just like, (laughs) I've been harassed by the fucking PD here, so I'm not about to listen. I'm sure there's good ones, but let me tell you something. You know how everybody's like, oh, don't let a few bad apples ruin your outlook on this. They do it to us. Also, by the way, everybody keeps forgetting to finish the other half of that sentence. It's a few bad apples spoils the bunch. That's the whole thing. That means the way that they're using it is wrong. Like, right. Especially, so this is how I look at it with the bad apples. If you got bad apples at the beginning, uh-huh. if you're running your organization the right way, those bad apples will eventually go to the wayside. You'll eventually you would think identify those bad apples and pull them and out. Get them out. They do that in any other business bad sector. bad apples that are so high up and so far up that part. the chain, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Now you're now you have people that are in you know higher well, places I mean, that are training people that's how to be a bad addict. And I mean, oh, yeah. And then you don't know what they do or don't know because after I watched that Epstein shit, I was like, oh, so these local cops was half-assed doing their job or not at all mm-hmm. because they took bribe money or they mm-hmm. knew shit they shouldn't have known or was blackmailing people. It's it's very it's all very it's a huge ball of fuck. That's it's really it messed up. And I think what also bothers me is that people seem to understand, people seem to understand majority rules when they feel like it. So oh, they want to argue down people of color when we say the majority of us feel this way. It don't matter if the one black friend that hangs out with you never experienced it. We're saying the majority of us feel this way, that stands. So majority of people could have coronavirus and that's a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Majority of people quote unquote vote for a president and we take that as majority rules, but we don't want to believe it with this shit. No. Like people It's really crazy. Problems. Listen, the systematic shit is like it's like that uh fucking homeland security guy who got caught on video telling a couple of black fifteen year old girls to get out of the neighborhood because they don't belong. Like so he's he's one of the homeland security Wait, people. Is that the one that I just saw on Instagram? Possibly. And then their dad was in the house. The grandfather came out. Mm -hmm. The grandfather. Yep. So like, you know, but he, if he's part of the Homeland Security people, then that racist fuck is out there catching people like from the border and putting them in camps. And And they're probably abusing. If he's, if he's Hmm. able to continue a aggressive conversation after the girls told them they were only 15, and he still kept going. And he tried it. to compare it to fucking um, if you were in Alabama or Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, and she was right. like, we're not in Alabama or Mississippi. Because he was like, in Alabama or Mississippi, you could get married. And they were like, the fuck? This is not Alabama or Mississippi. Also, <laughs> most people don't get married at 15 anymore, old fuck. So. Pretty right. much with your nasty ass. Anyway, on. anyway, this is not the topic of our episode today, guys, if you're listening. Um, today, we wanted to talk about like the... <laughs> let's call it the caste system of being in a corporate world or business world, whether it's retail or offices and scenarios, things like that. Kind of wanted to talk oh, about let's, the... let's find a fun experiment. Okay. Yes, Raise yes. your hand if you're a boss or a manager. Hi, that would be D and C. Okay. D and CJ have their hands up. Raise your hand if you're a worker B. That would be Randy. So we're going to talk about that worker be, B. I mean, I mean you're still a worker reality, B if you work for yeah. a company. Um, 
if you're but a I boss boss in it, uh, then that's different. <laughs> like, so we have worker bees, the mid management, which is like shift leads, um, key holders, and then there's managers at the store level, district level, regional level, level, and then executives that are like CFO, COO, CEO. Does everybody know what that stands for? Should I like elaborate? Please break it down. I think you should elaborate. Okay, so the CFO is the chief financial officer. COO would be the chief operations officer. CEO is the chief executive officer. There's also things like president, vice president of the company. I know it's a lot of titles up top, especially, you know what I mean? But so like somebody can be a CEO and a president at the same time, or you can also have just a president and then a separate person who is a CEO. And that's because mm-hmm. they take on different roles within the company and the corporate. A small situation. company, you could be a sole proprietor and just yeah, which you. is what I am with um, right. the businesses that I run for the fashion and baking stuff that I do. So that there's different fucking levels. Anyway, um, I feel like with all of these things that are happening in the world, a lot of people are going to be turning to going back into retail after they lost their own businesses. You know, because a lot of businesses have closed down and um, they haven't been able to recover to a point where I think is feasible for them to continue. Like, especially like Brandy was saying, like the small mom and pop shops or people who may have businesses like mine. You know what I mean? Because it it is very hard at this point to come back. I almost cried that this local burger shop um, shut down. And there's how fat my ass is. You know, it's bad when other people tell you, I heard about the rail burger brandy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know you have a problem with food when they're like, girl, I'm so sorry. I know your spot then shut down. We are so sorry. Like, oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god, thank you. Oh, my god. oh that was really good. Oh uh, no, for real. And then I also think the opposite is true where a lot of worker bees feel like they should just start their own business because of the way they got treated during this pandemic. Oh, what do you mean that? So I think everybody is going in opposite. I think it's very interesting that business owners are going back into like being a bit a bee, a busy worker. And then worker bees are going into business world. Like it's, there's some kind of weird shift happening right now. So, but anyway, I kind of want to start with the work. Let's go from the bottom up, shall we? Worker bees, worker bees. Randy's like me. So there's all kinds of types of worker bees, obviously. Um, I've had my fair share of employees that were amazing to like to this day there's a lot of them that still are like friends of mine some of them they'll you'll meet because they're coming to the wedding they are like amazing shout out to like destiny and brooke and jalissa if you guys are listening listening i'm sure there's many more that i can't like just rattle off off the top of my head because there's just too many to name but then there's also people that that I've had to like, you know, let go of fire within the time that I spent with you know, certain companies. Oh, it's the worst. And it's, it's very interesting. And, and I'm sure we'll have some racial conversation within this episode with things that happened to, cause I was telling Rob some the other day, but so as a worker bee, I feel like a lot of people f- hate the way they're being treated right now. Oh yeah. They're just I'm sure. They're like stuck from what I hear from a lot of my worker bee friends. And when I say worker bee, I mean someone who's, you know, either right now or has always been content with working for someone else because there are people who are naturally okay with that. They don't want to own their own shit. They're not trying to run some business. They're fine working for someone else as long as they're okay with who they're working for. Yeah. 
So I've, I found a lot of us are struggling between being upset with ourselves for companies we've chosen to work for versus mm-hmm. being very upset and disappointed in the company because uh, a friend of mine, I won't put all her business out there because she, when you work certain government jobs, I ain't trying to put it all the way out. Right, right. But she was basically saying they're doing shit like giving them thank you tumblers and stuff. But they're, <laughs> wait a minute, this is after they've said, if somebody reports a case positive of COVID, uh-huh. but they're asymptomatic before they got it, they uh-huh. still ask them to come and take a job. <gasps> oh, no. I can't, I can't make this shit up. Can't make this shit up. Because they were saying within a certain, the CDC, this is what they say, CDC saying within a certain uh, time period, it's less contagious, it may not be deadly. They are willing to risk it for numbers. And as far as I know, there are so many companies that are willing to work us worker bees to death, have us come back into the office if numbers aren't how they want them, um, reopening bars. And as much as I do need the extra money, I'm still a little leery about going back into the bar this weekend. Uh, and I'm hoping we keep it at what we did before this really got bad, where mm-hmm. we only let like 10 or 15 people in at a time right, and right. made them sit three tables away from each other. I'm, Everybody had masks. Yeah. We were sanitizing every 30 minutes. Like our managers were on it with mm-hmm. the process. Mask, we were changing gloves every 30 minutes. We were fucking on it. Yeah. So if we operate like that, it'll make me feel a little bit better, but it's still kind of like, I understand these places have to stay open. That way people can have jobs and the mm-hmm. economy can thrive. But I'm also like, how you guys are treating people in this like they're disposable and if you don't do it somebody else will that's really kind of what i've heard from other people's businesses no matter what you know genre of the i feel like it's been that way for the worker bees from the get-go i mean before even the pandemic like i just didn't feel it like this my favorite phrase was to tell people like we're just a social security number to them they're we're a tax Mm write-off because they have to pay for insurance coverage if you have insurance and they will they will replace you like i've been in places where i've done sales i've been the call center girl i've done fast food just a lot since i've started working at 18. Mm-hmm. Um, I can relate with CJ on doing the retail. And this is not to down anybody because there could be people that are really good at their jobs. I find Absolutely. that I'm typically good at a lot of the jobs that I've done selling wedding dresses or furniture or when I was at a call center at ESPN. I was good at a lot of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're still replaceable. They will still drop you. I mean, like, or treat you however. Yeah, I worked, because, like you said, when I worked at Flying J, they would tell us to our face. Yeah. Dime they a do. dozen. You're a dime a dozen. Dime a dozen. They did say that all they the would time. Say dime That's a dozen fucking crazy. It is crazy, yeah. right? They but said that to y'all. They said it to our I'm faces. And that's us being management, dude. I was going to say y'all are grown. Yeah, we were grown and managed. And then uh, to me, it would be annoying me even more because it's different if you're trying to finesse a system and you bullshit at the job. It's another thing where it's like, if I may not like what I'm doing, but at least trying to do it right, mm-hmm. I'm at least trying to care. And when you're still treating it like whatever, yeah. or when you decide to prey upon those people that are naturally because of their personalities, like super workers. Mm-hmm. So they'll work those people to the bone. I've oh, had they to, do. I've Every had time. to tell some people that I've known, and I've worked multiple jobs, so I won't say which one, but I've had to tell some people I've known, hey, you need to, you need to stop doing too much, baby girl, because they are going to latch on to that and expect that from you in droves. And then when you're tired and burned out, they ain't gonna try to hear it. Because I learned you that the hard way. You could do it 24 I seven. I can't play those games. Because when you're capable, they'll push that cap- uh, capacity to the max. They will pay yep. you the least that they can to get the most out of you. They don't give a fuck. They do not give a fuck. They don't. 
I mean, like, I mean, once I figured him, mean, like me and D used to drink on the job all the time. We were like, fuck it. Cause those are the same people who were like, you guys are dime a dozen. Why should I care then if you don't? Why should care? I give a fuck now? Right. So, I mean, I'm still but running the story. energy to let me know that I'm a dime a dozen. I mean, you know, I would never do that, that now. That was your sentiment. But... That was your sentiment. But you let, you went out of your way to make sure I knew. I mean, so. And that's like, what bothers you. It's like the disrespect. It's like, yes. I could know I'm a dime a dozen, right? I could know, yeah, I'm not mm -hmm. so special here. Worker B, whatever. But it's like you should never feel like it's okay for you to talk to me like that. It's so so the audacity and the caucasity we deal with, because we know what a lot of people look like when they're in management or running a company, mm -hmm. it's disturbing. And I, now I can see, like I was talking to CJ and Demetrius about, now that I'm, I'm with a, a homegirl, now we back right, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, trying to start a side hustle. Because a lot of people still aren't comfortable completely leaving their regular nine to fives. They still want that sense of security. We're not knocking you off for that. But I totally understand 100% now where those people that are coming from that are like, fuck all this shit. I would mm -hmm. rather figure this shit out in the next three months on unemployment rather than deal with this shit. I completely overstand where y'all <laughs> are coming from now. 17 years of retail. Baby. 17 years I spent in retail from when I was, what, 18 all the way to like 30 something. Like it just 37 years is a long time in retail and customer service. That's a lifetime for some of people listening right now. Cause some of y'all are still in your twenties and shit. Like I was a manager when you guys weren't even like born. Like, yeah. <laughs> man. Well, think about well, it. I was, a, I was, I was a, one of the, you guys, you when, when you guys were on the dance team with me, I was already, already a manager, manager already at the BX. Jobs. Right. So I've been doing it since the get go. Like my teen yeah. years have been set. So like the thing is like, I'm not knocking anybody for anything. A lot of these retail jobs are very like, if you just put your mind to it and focus you, anybody can do it. It really is. I really feel like, I don't think I'm anything special in any way. I feel like I no. just put my you focus where it needs to be. And I just started moving up automatically. That's all it was. There isn't one place where I thought I was better than anybody else because we all had the same opportunity to move up in those situations. Like maybe I can articulate a little bit more than most people just because I talk a lot and shit maybe that's my personality kicking in i think it was the um the dodge education because when i came back nah, to the that's States, true i said the fuck is wrong <laughs> with y'all <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's true but you know like th that part and then you know like co going back to the j like <laughs> these Sorry. These cameras like acting crazy, y'all. If that you're listening, type of Blair Witch he, shit that it's doing is so funny. Every time Dee's phone falls and the camera goes tumbling, it feels like I'm tumbling with him, and it just freaks me out. It was funny. So I did a good job at resetting because I have to reset it every few. Yeah, minutes. but like so, like you know, with with the worker bee situation, like you. You want to give it your best to a certain level to where, like, if you're looking to move up in that company, then you have to go above and beyond is what the, the thing is, right? And if you're not, if you're content with where you're at, then you give them the maximum minimum is what I call it. The, 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 the maximum the minimum. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Minimum. Yeah, so you're doing the maximum of the minimum. So you are doing your 100%. When they ask you for 100%, 
but you're not doing the 150%, but you're still not doing 75 either. No. So you're, you're going by doing your job exactly the way they want you to do it and like not failing. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a fan of anybody's like overworking, especially if you have something else you want to do when you figure out, yeah, I'm gonna go back to school. I'm gonna run this mm-hmm. business. So I'm gonna do whatever. Do not give that job 110% because they will replace your ass and you will come home tired yes. and feeling overworked and underappreciated. And it's like all for what? You know what? what? I I realized that a lot of worker bees have a reservation about talking to their managers because of the way managers are. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Because a lot of managers sure. are the the whole thing. I know this is very cliche, but the leadership versus bossiness situation. Well, you know what I'm saying? I know we joke about me being bossy and stuff. I really do put myself as a I'm leader. Bossy. Yeah, I'm bossy, hey. but I'm a leader. Hey, like I really, cause I realized when like the younger girls or guys who were working with me were scared to let me know that they had a schedule change for their college classes or they were starting a new semester so they had to cut back they were scared to tell their bosses that that means there's there's something broken in the system yeah you know what i mean yeah and so when they were like or people who are scared to tell their bosses they need to quit i didn't know i was like shocked when i heard oh they're doing it through text now i didn't know niggas could like quit your text that amazing you can but you won't be rehirable you won't be rehirable and that's my (laughs) <laughs> that's, people concern. don't know that either it's like don't do that because i would love for you i would hate for you to be in a situation to where you can't come back you had to come back mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and you couldn't i and would so, love to come back though so yeah if because you left, me, you left me in a situation before i could bring you back yeah do that for me at least i fucked up that you're leaving but i'm happy for you because you're going doing on what to you need to do right but Make sure you're able to come back. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, don't burn those bridges. I think that that's like one of the things I wanted to talk about too, because a lot of this newer group of people who are working now think that they can just like go from job to job to job. It's fine when you're under 25. Most people's resumes look like that. But here's the deal. If there's a lot more personally owned businesses, like for me, if my business is one of them takes off and I need employees, guess who I'm looking for? Reliable people. And I've been on the hiring end for several decades almost. So I know what I need to look for. And that's not going to be somebody who works somewhere for three months at a time and move. It's different if you were they like really a They really do teen. be doing three to six months and they're like 37. And I'm like, you no, I know. Oh my God. <laughs> and, then, that and then you ask them why this happened. And it's not like, a, oh, my husband's in the military. So I had the PCS all the time. Oh, no, you don't hear like, you know what I mean? Story, like, oh, we went through a divorce or this happened. It's yeah, like, that, understand. No, we're excluding people with real excuses. I'm talking like, you went to like this dude that somebody was telling me about her, her friend's husband basically like worked at Waffle House and after two weeks like quit because they got into some kind of scuffle because they didn't want to listen to the manager. I'm like, yes, they, the manager? they didn't want to listen to the manager. And so they were like, well, I quit. And then so he's now trying to get hired on at another Waffle House or did get hired on, but he has to go to a different location because some of them are franchises, so they don't talk to each other. First of all, Waffle House, I don't know why you keep going back to it if it's so terrible and you don't like cleaning. Yeah, I'm like, I'm good. 
I'm good on that. But but the thing is, like, he he's gonna be able to say yes, I went to different locations. But people are gonna start asking questions like, why did you leave after three months at this job, this job? Or people that care should definitely ask, or else you're gonna be working shitty jobs your whole life anyway. That don't care about you being three months here, four months here because they're used to the high rotation around anyway. So you're not going to get in a, a security or a company you want to no. be in when they're looking for people to stay five plus years. I mean, so like, so going back to our truck stop that used to tell us where Diamond does and they were so used to people leaving every like, what, four weeks, five yeah. weeks, I would say cashiers wouldn't last more than a month or two no. because of the high stress situation with the drivers versus the other, because we had 30 pumps at our actual location. It was 30, yeah. It was, it was 30. How the fuck? There was 12 regular gas and diesel pumps. And y'all was, was working at kerosene. the same place? We sure was. I know y'all was laughing. I know we were y'all having a grand old time. We were having a great We Not actually, like, most of those people were, the only reason I think we survived is because we liked the people that were mostly around us working with us because we were all friends. Yeah. That's what yeah. happened. That helped. But if it wasn't for that, like, I would have left already. Like, Dude, like, lifelong friendships came out of that. It like, did. solid too like, yeah well, i feel like that's cj don't friend. count because cj already knew cj but like other two, <laughs> other people where i'm like i still fuck with them and yeah, still talk like, to them like bridget and for free, free. jessica i've got yeah. and do y'all you know, remember eric you know all of them everybody yeah there was an eric i was just kidding <laughs> you know so it was it was totally totally worth that like people stuff but the work was just blah but so was, like let me and let me ask you this brandy because you're a worker bee and you don't mind being a worker bee for the most part it's what i understand. at least for right now <laughs> yeah until you get your own shit started I'm mad. eventually <laughs> yeah, you're I'm, mad. Mad. I'm mad enough to work on other shit right now how do you feel about most of the managers you came across do you feel like they were more leadership based or boss boss I, I don't know if it was a maturity thing and me paying more attention as I got older or what but I feel mm-hmm. like as I, I passed over 25 which was mm-hmm. going on 10 years ago oh no um I I feel like now we have What's managers that? but not leaders and mm-hmm. I feel like when I was younger I had more leadership but that's also because I had jobs where you couldn't just tell me what to do and you weren't on the floor doing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So doing the bridal shop for about two or three years, you had to be on the floor pulling dresses and I see right. you working. So I give you more respect from jump because I see you working. Mm-hmm. Now, when you start ending up in stuff where I was doing a bank call center and I have done a lot of call center work. So when you do call center work and all you see is people kind of walking around, mm-hmm. anybody who's not on the phones taking calls back to back, you got a problem with. Even if you don't think you do, you mm-hmm. have a problem with because it's like I'm on the phone all the time. Right. I micromanage by the second with my lunches and breaks, and mm-hmm. you guys are kind of walking around freely, half-assed responding to my emails for requests of certain things that are important to me. I'm always that, like, hey, you're not yeah, ready. I need you pretty much. <laughs> I'm like the respect this is the respect definitely goes out the window and then in those kind of environments too mm-hmm. it's very impersonal with how they have to communicate because they're so about like time mm-hmm. so uh don't have time to really pull you aside and say a b and c i'm just gonna write this email i'm just gonna hit you with this i am um and it can be very cold with your little gray cubicle in any call center environment i think that's right. also why those places have high turnover rates mm-hmm. even if high turnover rates for an average call center maybe three to five years um it's still high considering how many people are coming like in and out that's 
it's still a lot. Gotcha. So gotcha. I think that's probably what it is. Me. I feel like I've heard that from all worker bees though. Oh yeah. You hit like, it on the nail true. with what, how they feel because uh, what do you think? Because you're in between right now, like being sort of like a worker bee, but also like higher up in management. Like well, there's a higher up in management here is mm-hmm. you might think you're higher up, but there's so <laughs> many, especially when it comes right. to hospitality, like, well, because you can go all the way to executive and stuff. Right. But yeah. then even after that, there's even the higher executives that aren't even in the state. They're like in New right. York. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's the same thing. I think with me, mm-hmm. it's so based on politics with me. Now, when you get to that town, place, yes. When you get to that place in mm-hmm. this town, it is very politically oriented. And it kind of sucks, but at the same time, we all say you have to play the game. And the fact that we all say we have the to play the game. The fact that you know you have to play it. You, you know you have to play the game. That's the sad part about it. That's what sucks the most, I'd mm. say. But once you, and I've always known how, I've always been able to be somewhat successful when it came to playing this game. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until recently when I realized that there were going to be other obstacles in my way when it came to playing. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I had to play a lot of repeat. I had to play a lot of... um games with myself gotcha. when it came to growing yeah so i do a lot of repeat positions I um, do, i've done this position in the past but i didn't do this position here so let me do this here mm-hmm. so i can show you that i'm capable of doing this position even though you, it's do, have to, you do have to do that a lot though yeah. especially like in retail where i was i usually start off um i've st- like I, when i was at torrid i started off as a part-time associate but then within three wow, months, I was said, like, fuck that shit. Well, I knew I was going to be able to move up. So, and I don't yeah, mean that to, to be cocky. I just knew that I was yeah. capable of that business style. So it yeah. only took me six months to be what? No, four months to be assistant manager. Cause in two months I was a key holder. The third month I was assistant manager. And then a year later I was a store manager. So I had a store and then another year went by year and a half went by and I became the store, uh, op- one of the store openers. You know what I'm saying? So I and there's other accomplishments I've had with that company. In that, I don't know if Dee's experienced that too, and it's kind of stressful and also um, I think helps my inner control freak when I get to be the person opening and closing a place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Half of me is like, "Damn, it's all on me," and I gotta Mm -hmm. make sure this is open. And then the other half is like, "Oh, I got the keys." (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. You guys feel like that too. It is nice. I'm and I'm gonna play devil's advocate to everything you guys just said because you know I've had this conversation with one of my employees because I've had upset people come to me who could vocalize things or felt like they could, which I'm glad that they felt like my door was open and they could talk to me about this shit. But um, when people were like, you know, well, CJ, I don't see you answering the phone or making the phone calls to the customers to bring them in. It's because it's not my job. I know that sounds really hard. Yeah, I'm gonna say it the way it is. And then I'm gonna gonna explain it. What I mean by that is that the process of running the business is not very clear cut for the under level worker bee people because they don't realize that there's other options and like paths that we have to go through to get our shit back to our bosses. Right. Does that make sense? So well, like, you know what? I think 
to push pin in that, uh -huh. I don't think a lot of worker bees do a good job thinking about the fact that essentially a lot of bosses are worker bees too, because they have somebody. That's what I mean. That's what that I mean. Like, hey, we need this too. Like a friend of mine gave me this great analogy because I've been so pissed off and frustrated at the job. And we have these things called performance improvement plans. So uh -huh. I was like, uh, if I, I end up those. on PIP, right. I was like, if I end up on PIP, this is gonna be some fucking bullshit. Because um, of the different ways you can end up on pit. Right. So and this wouldn't really be because of my performance and more so because of attendance thing. Because if your attendance is off, you lose half a point on your overall quarterly scorecard. So right, right, right. you're on. So it's bullshit when me. it happens like that. So anyway, uh, I was telling my homegirl the shit was happening. I was like, man, my managers are acting like this. They're doing this differently. I don't know what the fuck is going on. She's like, oh, the managers are on a pit. That's probably what's happening. And I don't know how I never thought of it like that, that part about them like us. And I was like, oh shit. And it didn't make everything okay, but it made me like not have as much venom. Like, damn, you probably got somebody over you that's like, so, if you don't do this shit right, that's With that ass. said, so like in Torrid, you know how companies have credit cards of their own, like Victoria's Secret, Lane Bryant, anywhere you go like that, they have their own credit card that you can apply for. So for example, at the one I was at, you had to hit a certain percentage every day of your transactions, including a new credit card opening. A lot of customers don't know that. That's why people ask you if you would like a credit card at every place that has their own credit card. They have to hit numbers. And my thing was sometimes there's weeks where we couldn't hit our numbers and guess who I had to hear it from would be my boss. So if my boss is telling me this, then I have to go back and tell my team that we have to hit these fucking numbers or else because I'm getting the or else from my own boss. You know what I'm saying? And I have a feeling there's a way that the bosses talk to other bosses. <laughs> Sorry, his camera went again. That's funny. Sorry. Oh my God. These are going to be the best I'll things. Let's get back with the recovery. Like. These are going to be the best things to rewatch because just his ass, like. Just going at it. Oh my God. Because I don't think about how how much less of a filter bosses may have with other bosses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of yeah. like not really cupcaking, bootcaking them up and just being like, Get your shit together. Get your people to fucking gather. And yeah, that's how they. We, that's how we get talked to. But then we have to take that and come to y'all and be like, "So your performance is a little bit poor this week, right. and we need you to." This is the reason why it's worse. It's right. worse because they say. So I went through this fairly recently, a little bit before the pandemic broke out. But they're like, uh -huh. "Okay, so the reason why we're having this conversation is due to poor management." Right, and right, we right. Get looked at like you guys, and we're just like. <laughs> <laughs> okay and this is like the vp talking to us right <laughs> well that is that's how you know it what is I mean? what he's saying what he was saying it wasn't like he was lying mm -hmm. it was due to poor management but what are we going to do to fix it but at the end of the day he doesn't give a fuck of listen oh i'm sorry we're just what we're going to do no fix it and it better be yeah. fixed next week like mm -hmm. Better you know, I had a boss that I, I literally learned from, and I think this is very true because this is the only way you can be an entrepreneur as well, is instead of saying, I'll try, you have to do it. Do you remember me saying that to you? Just do yeah. it. There I was is like, don't try. fucking try. Just do it. Do it. Be because if you don't do it, then you have to like reap the repercussions from not being able and to complete that. it. I feel like right. there's sometimes where managers when they're talking about something through email or in person that they're looking for you to say something along the lines of i'll just do this mm -hmm. and i don't know if it's me just being a bitch or what but i'm like yes. i'm not going to say not yet 
<laughs> I'm not gonna say what you want to hear. I'll try to get it together, or we'll see. Or you no. know, it is what it is. My attitude no, is completely gone down the shitter because I'm like, I know what you're trying to get me to do, and I feel like sometimes by delivery, okay, this is just by delivery. Right. It doesn't mean the message is wrong. The message is right. Right. If you bullshit, then you get your shit together. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. But you talk to me like you're a slave owner, and I'm a slave. Uh, and so when you're but talking so, at me instead of to me, you're I'm such like, a millennial. I'm like, fuck you in this agenda. I don't fucking think so. If you're gonna fire me, you should have fired me anyway. But what I'm not going to do is give you the satisfaction in this meeting of being like, oh my god, yes, you're right. I'm gonna do this immediately. Uh, maybe, maybe I won't. I don't know. Well, well that's, this is why me and Brandy could never work together, other than in this capacity where we're more equal. Because you're done. Is that why? (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what I mean? That's when Dee's phone needs to fall. (laughs) No, just tumbling (laughs) down. I'll do it. Here. No, no. (laughs) There we go. That's exactly what it looks like, though, Dee. That's exactly what you look like. So, no. So, like, what I'm saying is, like, I couldn't work with Brandy in that situation. Like, if I was still working at one of the retail stores and Brandy was one of my employees, my associates... I I would manage her out because she would be, I it would oh, be considered yeah. in most places subordination. You know what that's called <laughs> in my department? That's called highly recommended. So <laughs> where she's so fed up, uh-huh. she's like, I'm applying for another department because you know in the hospitality. Oh yeah yeah yeah. When you gotta switch so people out, yeah. Department. So another manager reach out to me like, oh, is this a great candidate? Highly recommend. Highly yeah. recommend. Yeah. Out of my yeah. It's department. literally the same Listen, thing. And, I, and I've had to tell him when we had an interview, I said, look, and this was last time after I was like fully successful. I said, I'm going to keep it real with you. My goal is to be fully successful all year and then I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't know if it's going to be this department or the company as a whole, but uh-huh. I'm fucking gone. Now I ain't going to shit on y'all while I'm here. I'll still do my job, right. but I don't fucking like this shit. And, and you they need hire to know you? I don't like this shit. Because it's a different, it's different with the departments upstairs and downstairs. Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, overall, the company's about you doing your job. Yes, they want you to have a good attitude and everything else. But luckily, we're on the phones 24-7. It doesn't matter what my attitude is like to my coworkers. And they hired you. That just slowly built up in my mind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what. Because I could imagine me in an interview and I'm like. I would have never hired Randy. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I had you know what makes this better I had like a three when I was first interviewed I had two interviews and it was like a panel interview so it was three different people yeah 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 the group interviews I love doing yeah. those people stick out like a th- sore thumb but That's one person favorite. that I do like and he's very much a robot he's like CJ times 10 oh no he read me right because he was like this would be a perfect a job for you uh-huh. to work while you ha- doing something else you want to do because mm-hmm. I don't see you as a lifer here and I'm mm-hmm. like you're right I'm not but if you want to be here while you get some other shit together, right. this is a good position for you. That is hilarious. It's just keep it real. So that's great. So when you have a panel interview that. like that, it makes sense. That. Go ahead, D. I, so I love that. I can. Yeah, I can so get with that. When, I, when it comes to playing the game, and this is mm-hmm. how it goes, I have to play my role. Oh, absolutely. And play the game at the same time. Yeah. So I already know that this is what your intentions are. Mm-hmm. But if that's you tell mind. me that's what your intention is, I can't hire you. Yeah, I, just don't I can't feel hire right you. Doing it. I can't yep. do it. But I already know that this is what you're going to do. And I wish you the best. Like, when you get the fuck up out of here, I'm like, okay, so, you know, I really don't want to hear that you're putting in your two weeks. And, you know, it's sad to hear because you do such a great job. But mm-hmm. I wish you, you know, 
all of the best of luck in your future endeavors. No, I'm like, I'm so happy you got the fuck out of here. Don't come back. Don't look back. <laughs> like, you know what? I really mean. But that's heart, what the difference is between regular that. managers and us, though, because when I had girls or guys who worked for me and were like, hey, like, I got to cut back on my hours because my job, like, I went to school, let's say he went to school as a dental assistant, and he's like, I got four days a week of work over there. I'll be like, yo, if you want to go back down to one day a week here so you can work your actual, like, degree job or go to school more, then I'm cool with it. But a lot of places, the, the bosses in the intermediate, like, sector is not. You know what I mean? The store managers mm-hmm. get upset, and I've been. We're about to talk about this. Let's go take a break, and we'll become come. Take right a back. break. And we'll talk about the upset part. Wait, yes, let's do it. <laughs> we back or not, D? We oh, back. My God, that's the longest pause ever. Holy Anyway, so um, I kind of want to get skin it back. Get bed, not skinwalkers. Get back into like the leadership. I'm not calling them skinwalkers. The managers are skinwalkers. They might be. They might be. Um, so you know, speaking of managers, like the leadership versus bossiness thing has always been like a pet peeve of mine with other managers too because i used to have bosses that would be like backroom managers mm. that would be i had a boss who would <laughs> freaking d-chum tumbling that was you were you talking about you d are you a backroom manager <laughs> i almost i would have spit out my water i'm so happy i waited oh my god that's so funny His oh my god but never no, so like, be funny. i would have this manager at torrid where she she's no longer with the company that's why i could talk about it she got fired oh yes i'll let um, them no longer with the company yeah so she's no, she, <laughs> she's no longer with us so um, you have an issue but we'll get to that we'll get to that Go ahead. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that she, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> She would be a backroom manager. She would say things like, oh, I got to make the schedule and leave for four hours in the back room. So when I got promoted to the same position that she was, and it took me 35 minutes to make this set schedule. Then it's a problem. And, and I'm just like, I already knew it wouldn't take that long to begin with, but that bitch would take smoke breaks every hour. She would not stay longer than she needed to, even if people needed help. It's just like the minimum, the minimum maximum. It's the opposite of maximum minimum. Minimum maximum managers. Those are people who do like 70% capacity out of their 100% work or maybe even less and get away with it. Right. Like, it is so shitty. And they work their way up enough to where people leave them alone. So you really have to get them when they do something really bad. So what happened is... I her, love that. That's my favorite shit in the fucking my, world. She had been fucking around too much. She would lose her fucking store keys all the time. So how she got fucking... You can't dead. lose no store keys. No, I'm you sorry. can't. So here's the thing. So most places, if you lose your store key three times, it's an automatic firing, right? Right, as it should be. Right. So this was her third or fourth time. It should be the first time. Well, first time they're understanding. Honey, those are store keys, honey. I know, but I never lost no store keys. They store keys. Like you know, sometimes shit happens. So we try to be understanding, but she. This was her third or fourth time losing her store keys, and what had happened was so Hot Topic and Torrid are sister companies, right? And in the the particular store I worked at, it was in the mall. So the Hot Topic was around the corner from us, on the same floor, on the second floor. Well, she lost her keys and secretly called the uh, 
corporate office to get a new set of keys and had it delivered to our mall, except for the FedEx guy accidentally sent it to Hot Topic because this was before Torrid became their own LLC. So it would still say Hot Topic DBA Torrid. So the guy didn't read it, hope the all the rest. So what happened, listen, it was my day off. It was my day off. I'm the assistant manager, right? Full-time assistant. So I'm the next person in line in charge. And what happened was, so Hot Topic gets the key but that particular day, my district manager and the regional manager, which are the two bosses above the store manager, were in town and they were visiting our store while I was gone. So a phone rings. <laughs> my district manager picks up, of course. Sorry. <laughs> 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 right. These phone is just not working today. Fell <laughs> twice. <laughs> I think I my, like favorite, my favorite part about his phone falling is him trying to like act like he has a shit <laughs> Nothing happened. When he comes back smiling. Oh my God, you guys need to watch this episode if you never watch our YouTube. I swear to God, this is worth the watching. <laughs> this and next Mondays. Oh my God. Anyway, so my district manager answers the phone and she's like, basically like, hello. And Hot Topic's like, we got your package. It looks like keys. And she's like, keys, right? <laughs> so she goes over there and picks up the keys. And my boss, I guess, heard it was like, oh, I'll go get the package if it's, you know. And she's like, no, you watch the store. I'll go get them. She gets them. It's the fucking store keys. So she gets pulled inside to the back with the regional, mind you, is there at the same time. Oh, shit. Because they were doing a store visit, like just a random drop in. Oh, no. Yeah, those are the best. Right. Those, those are the are best. The <laughs> but on a day the where the best. keys are being sent, though. Oh, God. Key, you know, and so she got caught. So I have like 12 missed calls. You know, because I'm the type to like, if I wasn't the store manager, I'm the type to be like, it's my day off, y'all. What the fuck do you need? Right. But then after 12 phone calls from my employees and other management people in my store, and then my DM calling, and then there was like six voicemails like from people, I thought somebody had died. You know what I mean? So I called the fucking store and my DM answered. So I'm like, uh-oh. Like the store manager was supposed to be on this shift. I was like, what you doing here, DM lady? I'm not going to use her name. But she goes, so we had to fire your store manager. And I was just like, do I need to come in? She was like, no, no, we'll take care of the rest of the day because it's your day off and enjoy it because we won't have a store manager for a minute. You know, because I was still new. So I had to have longevity before they could promote me right away. But right. at the same time, they really should have just promoted me because I ran the fucking store for six months with that store manager. you've been running everything since you I know. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. They ended up doing what they always do. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But the, the moral of the story is don't let these fucking managers who are fucking around on you keep fucking around. There's 1-800 numbers that are anonymous that you can call. And I think so many people are shook. So many people are shook about that though, because they sent out these surveys um to us to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to ask us how we feel about management, oh, how yeah. jobs work, and everything else. They're like, yeah, they're like, they're anonymous surveys. We don't even trust that they're anonymous. Like, I'm like, Some I, not. I'm like, I don't trust this at all because I remember catching one time that you guys were able to see who didn't do it because certain people kept being bothered to do it over others and it's like how did you know we didn't do it if it's anonymous, anonymous. how did it's you know? a lie. 
<laughs> like you're lying. I'm like, I'm not gonna get caught up. Or they try to have these like now they this almost got me only because they people know how I feel about food. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, you know, there's gonna be we're gonna cater for McAllisters. It's gonna be a luncheon, just kind of like a talk and sip. Just try to tell us what's going on and how you feel about the company. Something I've been like brutally honest about, which I don't know again if this is because I'm getting older or what. I'm not fucking caring, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I you don't care about what I think. Let's make this clear. What to me you're trying to do is figure out for the people that are here how you can get the most out of them without you guys doing the most. Yeah. But to me, you don't really, really care. This is why I don't give a lot of excuses like when we are in different ox codes. Mm-hmm. So there's one you could do for personal time. I will never tell you guys what I'm doing in personal time, whether it's for three minutes or three hours, because it's right. personal goddamn time. I don't have to tell you. Mm-hmm. So anybody ever asking me, because I've only have it, had it twice, had it happen twice. And I'm just like, no. Like, oh, what were you doing in personal for 12 minutes? Personal. Like we're not, I'm we're not, not doing this with you. I agree we're with not, you that. Because um, that's, that's yeah. me stepping beyond boundaries. You guys already control and are over a lot. You're not going to be doing this shit when it comes to my breaks or my personal times. Like, no. I'm so you're oxed out for 12 minutes. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> that's basically how they come at you. Or they're trying to figure out why you're, why you're scheduling certain, like, you know, because um, we have to go through operations for schedule changes and stuff. So mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I saw you put this in with ops and blah, 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 or what happened here, or um, you took four hours of vacation time here, what'd you have to go do? Even if what you did was still in the parameters of you're that, meeting, you're not going to get a write-up or anything, but you still want to know. And I'm like, no, 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 you no, don't, no, no, no. you don't care what's going on. Same thing Nothing, for stats. No, right. Same thing, same thing for stats when it comes to, um, and this is what a lot of people are complaining about because they're like, just the humanity is gone with a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what bothering people because I've been the type of worker bee that I can understand that most of us need to just do our goddamn job. And a lot of people are bullshitting. I will agree with managers mm-hmm, on that because mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've been that before and I will never make them feel wrong for wanting people to do their that job part. ever. Yeah. And you're right. It's not y'all job. Like, that's why I'm not doing ABC. Well, like, I don't well, have I'll to say this, like, push pin real quick. Like you like to say, if... Most of the people who have, like, y'all know we joke about me being Joe Jackson and Chris Jenner and shit like that, Jenner Jackson and stuff, but guaranteed that I've never had to get on anybody who do their job, which is all the people who are listening yeah. to this Pretty podcast much. right now. And it's like I've when never you had have to. people on your back, you're, it's, and it doesn't mean you're not doing something right across the board, but you all right. know what it's like to be got on because you're that person that takes 30 minute, 15 minute breaks. Mm-hmm. You're that person that's uh, always kind of almost coming in late. You always got something going on with your schedule. Um, your stats are always fucked up or you're, you're not, you're always not meeting sales goal, whatever it is. You're going to hear somebody's mouth if you're not in your job. Mm-hmm. I'm never mad at that. What I will get upset about is if I'm on my job mm-hmm. or I've made a miraculous bounce back from not being on my job and I'm still hearing shit. Yeah, that's so, not... That's case the... in point, case in point, mm-hmm. we all went from working at home we're not supposed to be working at home. Working at home was a privilege, right? Right. So working at home was a privilege. And my stats were like shitty at home. Because um, I'm trying to homeschool and get my life together on these of phones. Of course. You're at home. So you got shit going on. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a fuck. So I go from 12, 13-minute call times. Mine, like, mind you, we're really supposed to be at six and seven minutes. So right. I'm up there like double that time. Right. After call is crazy. 
<clears throat> like it's just nuts, right? And then I get back in the office because they decided to bring people back in the office based off of who had shitty call times. So I was like, oh, so we get to catch COVID potentially because our call times aren't, <laughs> you know, what they need to be. Got Sacrifices. it. So you already feel disrespected there, right? Right. So then I come in and I am now at averaging maybe eight minutes and 19 seconds from being in 12 and 13. Right. And that was within Friday being at 12 minutes, coming into the office Monday being at eight. Right. And right, going right, right. down from there. Right. So you, I'm not the type of employer, employee that needs a pat on the back and, oh, you did such a good job. Because again, mm -hmm. you're supposed to be doing your goddamn job. So that, I don't need part. kudos because my, my reward for doing my job is my paycheck. So, right? right. But what I don't want is this, what I feel like is extra verbal abuse and nitpicking and micromanaging. Yeah. Because I just showed this improvement. So if you're going to say something to me, keep mm -hmm. that same energy when I'm actually showing well, It's not necessarily an area of improvement. What it is, is it was a fucked up circumstance. Where yeah, it wasn't even something you... They don't, they don't care pandemic, about that shit. Outside okay. of that, and you're at home, and you have all this shit around you at home that's going on, mm -hmm. of course, your numbers are going to be skewed, and it's yeah. going to be skewed they were calling in. around they you. Were calling like, in get the fuck out that, of here. They were calling in people that had smaller kids than I, whose daycares aren't even open. So I was like, what the fuck are they supposed to do? And you're saying they got to come home. Right. And they're single parents or whatever, like y'all don't. But this is why fuck. I always say that you guys are nothing but numbers to them. Gotta so, be. So social security numbers of how much write-off, tax write-off they can do if Has you have to be. benefits. And I never, I will say at this company, I never felt that way until all this was happening. And that's when I said, okay, I got to make a shift. Yeah. I got to make a shift. But that's so that's my lie. my thing about the pandemic right now. So if you flip the script on that and you are a business owner. The other part would be that you have to keep your business alive and they're trying to do what it takes to keep the business alive. And right. if that means they have to nitpick, I think they feel, they probably feel entitled to do that. Oh, because, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because in their eyes, they're probably like, but we kept you on board. We didn't fire you. We may have furloughed some people. But, oh, yeah. Uh, you know given, what I'm saying? Given how they write some of these emails, it's very much the consensus of... Um, you should be blessed that you have a job that can survive yeah. during something like this. Mm -hmm. So, which I will agree with them on, but I'm also like, okay, that to me is like a woman being in an abusive marriage, but mm -hmm. everything's paid for and taken care of. And he's like, you should just be happy. You don't even have to work and worry about what but Linda and everybody else though? does. But is, I'm like, but can you? Uh, though? Because I'm I'm speaking no. devil's advocate from the business end because. I'm it's, like, it's not happy because people are quitting. You're firing people. You're having to hire more people, which is going to cause more problems with the type of work that we do because mm -hmm. these new jacks don't know shit like that. Well, and training, training is getting easier and easier. And when you take what we have they to do. They do that everywhere, though. That's when you take what we have to do and you're making it more virtual because of everything that's going on right now, I'm like, how are they supposed to help people fix stuff having to do with plumbing? Because I work for like, that not. type so, of company and everything's virtual. In these that sense, like, my last place I worked at, when I first started at their job as a part-time associate, part-time associates got three full shifts to get trained, to be on the floor and run a little bit on the registers, three full days, right? Now it's three hours and they put you on the floor. Three hours they put you on the floor. And of course the com customer complaints are going to go up, but at, at, as the business end sees it, they also cut back on part-timer hours because of that. So when I started, I could work a full 32 to 40 hours as a part-time associate with this company. Now their new policy is that they're three-hour shifts only. You know why they did that? Because then three they don't have- Three-hour shifts? Yep, they don't have to give you breaks. What the purpose of the shift? They don't have to give you breaks. 
There's no I'm not breaks. Coming into no fucking three hour shit. But so in like for example, <laughs> you're so, a fire. so in California, <laughs> your minimum <laughs> hours of shifts that you can schedule is two hours or more. So in Cali, if you go to a to your shift and they were like, we don't need you today and cut you for after 30 minutes, they still pay you two hours. So three hours is that minimum at their Cali based company. So if you hit three hours, they don't have to give you a 15 minute break. They don't have to give you a lunch. They don't have to worry about the, the laws and policies coming into play. They Cali can, is the worst place to implement something like that based upon their economy i know but not only do you, can you not give them a lunch you don't have to give them fucking benefits but the, they're that's, paying two thousand everybody a though to live in a fucking closet are you but that's the same thing because their company is based in cali but they have stores uh 650 stores or something across the nation in puerto rico hawaii and all these other places they run it the same way because it's based in California. So even at my store, I would have three-hour shifts for girls who would come in every three hours. That means that my customer service is dipping. And then they wonder yeah. why our numbers dip because the customer service dips. So people stop coming, but they don't add all of those together. And so yeah. frustration grows and grows and grows. Oh, yeah, because I feel like from the ear hustling I used to do, because the way I used to sit mm -hmm. before I got moved, I could hear like morning meetings and stuff they would have. <laughs> and in depth, yeah, I was here hustling. Like, oh, I was in it. And it very <laughs> much sounded like, um, again, like they're probably on pips from people above them. And I think the people above them are so disconnected from what we do and how we so do it. So far away. Where from it's most very, of it's, it's no very easy to be like, hey, you guys should be answering 57 calls an hour and making this much money as a center. And no one should ever be late. And everybody should be at this level. There's no reason. And if they don't do it, fire them. Bring somebody else in. Because it is so easy to think like that when you're so far up, you're disconnected. And I don't mind people you know, being on the top. Somebody got to be at the top. Somebody got to be at the bottom. Mm -hmm. I can understand that dynamic. I, I guess I would say I probably wouldn't make the best like manager or CEO or any of that because in those type of environments, I can't just look at a situation and be like, well, we need to cut these 500, hire these ones, slash the hours to three, because you have to, the way they have to do this is always thinking about numbers, not people. Mm -hmm. You cannot be personable, emotional, and none of that shit when it comes to you it. You can't. You have to be like, these are the numbers. This is like everything this person represents is just on this paper. This is them. So, I don't give a fuck about anything else. This is them, and if they ain't doing it, they got to go. Do you know the number one thing, if you list, if you read entrepreneurial books, the number one thing that goes across the board for most people that they say, it's not, they're not saying don't have compassion, but you have to leave your own emotions out of every decision that you make. Because when you make emotional decisions, you make big mistakes when, it, when you're up high like that. And that's why they say psychopaths and sociopaths run the best businesses. Because you have to have that type of mindset in you order do. to make some of these decisions and it's you have to, you have to be like i i, hear I might it, be a little bit psycho know. i'm a little and bit then, like cj was saying thinking about what's best for the company because uh, it's not like i can't understand at the end of the day yeah some of these places have to exist they have to stay above water so people have places to work right that is completely right. and you know and, and but to play on your part too that becomes this whole conversation of them having tell telling mid-management to go tell the employees that they all need to be on the same page is really hard because they absolutely completely disregard how people learn 
or how people right. work. You know what I mean? Because and everybody have, is different. Yeah. Well, you have introverts, you have extroverts. And obviously some businesses and some jobs are more prone to one type or the other. Or if you're a different kind of learner, so there's like three basic learners, we're not getting into details, but like kinetic, visual, and uh, audio learners. Like I'm not much of an audio learner. I hate like trying, when me, people me tell too. me I need to either be shown or I need to do. That's how I learn stuff, right? I can listen to it, but I, then I have to still go practice it. So it's still right. at the end of the day, I got to do. So it's very hard for me to sit through fucking conferences and not be writing notes because that's my do part. And my physically doing something makes me remember stuff. You know what I'm saying? So for companies not to be able to recognize things like that is also the reason why they think that everybody can hit the 57 phone calls an hour or hit Man, this and or this even and that. It's like, because the people that are calling the shots are so far away from the actual operation they of are. the company that they have no clue. Or no even clue. having our managers sometimes try to relate to us is very funny. It's up there with the cringe moment of Hillary Clinton with the hot sauce in her back. And having somebody who hasn't been on the phones for 15 plus years be like, I know what it's like being on the phones. Do you? Um, and because I don't think you do. I think we'd probably have more respect for management if once a month or maybe once a week. But they um, won't do it. That's not their job. You though. guys get on these phones and you understand like where we're coming from in this. Or like one of the managers said she was she was pressing for which I appreciate her because she's a real one uh -huh. she was like I took phone calls and realized some of the processes we approved in writing aren't really working and it's so something that has to be changed because you can't just come up with these processes that worked five years ago and now everything shifted and now with these new bodies and how people are calling and stuff we might need some other processes but how the fuck were you going to know that when y'all don't want to take unless calls? you jumped in yourself and then, you, then y'all half-ass listen to calls because they have to grade our calls like each month so out of three months you're only grading five calls now if i'm a manager and i got mm -hmm. so uh, this many amount of people am i really gonna listen to an hour call or of course not call or whatever call nah i'm gonna listen to something no, in two or three to, minutes only a certain or go halfway exactly Mm -hmm. So even that's not helping. So the girl I'm talking about is a real one. Like she really gives a fuck about this company and her job. So now they trust her with all the processes and training and everything. But you know what? She's She'll never good. be an executive. She's not going to be. She couldn't do it. One, because nope. she has a heart. So yep. she can't do it. Because she takes her work home. She cares about these trainers coming out oh, right. Yeah, she's like, she, she's volunteered. She got, listen, she got diabetes and some other shit going on. She has volunteered to leave her house to come into the office because she's like i need to take calls because i don't think the process that you guys approved that i created is working right she's gonna burn no. out they told her no then they were like, then she was like hey well then y'all some of y'all are there can y'all do it and they're kind of like mm -hmm. and i'm like that's the fucking shit that we talking about y'all mm -hmm. don't want to do this shit like we don't want to so even if you even if you never take the phone calls right even if right. you never do the job that another person is struggling with or annoyed with don't act like you don't get how we can be annoyed. Don't act like, hey, just keep your head up. Just keep a good attitude. You're blessed to have a job. I need a manager that can relate. Yeah, these people fucking suck, but uh, baby, oof, we got to get it together, okay? You know what I mean? blessed to have a job part pisses me off, but besides that, I do need my team to have a good attitude because, yeah. for one, any problem that you have, because I know how I work, and I was – just like anybody going into any position, at one point, I was mm -hmm. a light-level employee. So any problem that you're having or anything that you're going through at home, keep that shit at home. Leave it at the what? door. I went through a lot of crazy, fucked-up shit. You sure I did. I work every day and did my shit. But with that being said, 
managers do need to make sure that they have compassion because there are some things that you can't put that shit in your pocket and act like it didn't exist. Oh, yeah, and, and then you also can't ask the person what's happening. And right. some people don't want to talk about it. You know right. why? Do you know That's why managers answer. aren't allowed to ask those questions a lot of times? Because we can get right. fired for asking those questions. But I can ask you if you're okay. And sometimes people break down and tell me. So if you yeah. break down and tell me, I'll say, get out of here. Go home. Right. That's one thing. Yeah, I totally understand that. Yourself, if you can't give me 100% of you to do the job, if mm-hmm. you can't do that, I have to send I'm going to need you to go home and make sure you take care of your family. But so here's the, here's the problem that I always got. The problem I always got with that is, well, well, then I won't get paid. You sure won't get paid because you can't no. do your job while you're crying. I know right. that sounds really heartless, but A, you're not going to be any good to me either on this shift. And B, like, you won't be able to help customers first and foremost with you acting like that. Yeah, I don't know. So, then, number three is, like, you don't even need to like be that. here if this crazy event happened. You don't even need to be here. Money right. should not be your concern. You need to go see about your family oh, or no. your, your the, spouse the or whatever happens. Do that shit. Not everybody's like that because I've had yeah. some said boss places where it was iced out here and I lived, I lived with my mom still. So there was hills and hill country and all of that. And they wanted me to go open the store uh, on a ice. All the other stores were closed. They were like, go open it. And I literally was like a uh, DM lady. I was like, if you make me go, like you're gonna have a no call no show I'm telling you right now like i, I understand i was like i'm there not was putting my girl. life on the line for the company that's not something i would do but that's how some of them are there and, and i totally understand a, that part too there was a girl that got into a car accident because uh-huh. we out here in ohio so you know how it's winter eight months out of the year and uh she got uh what we an occurrence for attendance mm-hmm. and it was a car accident you know you got to take it all it was not your fault Right. Uh, but you were late for work and she always has to leave 30, 40 minutes early. She'd be on the east side and we're, we're not on the east side. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, wow. And even the girl that I was talking to you about that came up with these processes and stuff. So dig this. She's talking to the main head cheese like mm-hmm. in that department. And he stopped her before she really was coming into work. And they're talking over some processes and stuff. She ends up being like a minute or two late. She's literally in his office. He knows she was early and he told her you should have done a better job managing your time because she ended up being late. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there definitely should be the exceptions to some rules based off how some people's work ethic is. And that's I compassion. Think, that's right. compassion. Now for someone like her, since she's always on her job, the least you could have done is not give that. That would be that the out. line that I would draw as well. If this if this was somebody who was late once a week and was like, I got into a car wreck, and even if it was real, I would have just been like, Well, this is yeah. another write up. You know, which, what I'm saying? which but, I can understand him on mm-hmm. that because I think if you get like 13 or 14 <clears throat> occurrences, you're late. So somebody was like, Well, what if that last occurrence something crazy happened? And I feel him where he's coming from with this, basically being like, Hey, what about them other 13 though? Like right. you're not telling me every time that time was something crazy. So that I feel him on, but piggybacking mm-hmm. off what Dee said earlier, just with the asking if you're okay. So I remember when I was working three jobs, I was tired, like falling asleep on the phone. It was like a lot going on, but I don't have the job where they're like, hey, you know, go home, kid. You're good. Like, no, they is not going to do all that. You go home if you want to. Like you're going to take a hit on absent hours, occurrence, whatever's going to come up. There's going to be consequences for it. You got to manage your time accordingly to kind of do what you got to do. I think, like, the one thing I learned is, even though I don't like this lady anymore, one of the things I think she stole it from somebody else. One of the things I learned the most is that people work for people, right? Right. 
So, because if you are working retail, you can go to another retail store and make your $12 an hour doing the different same shit. Like you don't have to Mm. stay there. You don't have to stay in my particular store to make your $9 an hour. The only difference is, is that when you call, like I had an assistant manager who went through some shit and she called and she was like, I'm going to be late. And instead I was like, don't come in at all. Oh shit. Well, no, in a good way. What I was trying to tell her, cause I was like, you won't, you know, I was like, you're going to lose hours today, but it was so crazy. I think it was a car accident or some shit like that. I know what it was. Some shit happened at her house. Somebody broke into it. She got hurt because she sliced her finger on the broken window and shit like that. It was just like crazy. The story's even crazy. I'll tell you some other day, but I told her not to come in and she was like the closing shift. And I had opened the store, mind you, at nine, nine 30, 10 o'clock that day. But I told her I was going to close the day out for her. So I'm working a 14 hour day to let my assistant go do whatever she needs to do and that's the whole compassion part a lot of people are lacking right. because most people would have been like well let me see if i can find another manager to cover your shift if not you have to come in i know everybody's heard that right i right. know everybody's yes. it's not but see this is the thing like the difference would be like are you going to actually be a leader and ask and tell people that you'll cover for them and and realize that when you do shit like that they're gonna work for you even harder harder harder, harder. harder. like that's- the loyalty i've had for people where they just do I realize it with friendships. You just do one yes. thing. Like, oh, I got you, girl. It's like, wow, you bought my four for four at Wendy's. Wow. I got your back for the rest of my life right now. It does not take much for me. So once no. you show, like, we rotate supervisors. So I had one where she really looked out because she cut me, like, a sweet deal one time mm-hmm. um, because I used to rack up tardies like crazy because I would have to, on my lunch break, mm-hmm. leave for my job get PJ from school and everybody know anybody listening when you picking up your kid from school child good oh things can happen oh my god I used to have to start to call and take him out of his last class about 20 minutes early so he could already be waiting for me down in the office so I didn't have to wait in the big ring of cars it was a lot of fucking shit going on so I'm constantly a couple of times a week be late running back and forth to that and that's just something I had to do because he wasn't old enough to ride the bus home and stuff where I was comfortable yet anyway So I remember she broke it down for me one time. She was like, look, um, it was all, it was on some stuff that happened so quick. It was like one more tardy and I would have been fired stuff. And she was like, we can get rid of like three or four of these. If you decide to work three, um, late shifts for it. Cause that's when we would be open to seven. Mm-hmm. So she's like, if you want to do closing shifts for the next three months, before she could even say it, I was like, sold, I'll mm-hmm. do it because it helps me out. And it ain't nothing for me to stay here later if that means you guys are going to overlook this because you're cutting a deal, you see a need, fill a need, you're going out of your way in a way you don't have to. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it was like, whatever y'all want, it's not hard for me to volunteer my time anymore or to do anything extra or if you got to check me on something and maybe before where somebody would have had an attitude or whatever, it's like you're more receptive, you're more understanding because you just showed that. And you don't have to show it all the time because I don't think every worker B needs to see you being buddy buddy and friend no because that that, that doesn't that also creates the whole you oh that's her favorite this right. is her boy or girl or whatever Dude, or you, you have a little know. worker B talking Lads, to you crazy and it's like bitch no talk. i'm your manager <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I definitely, uh, I was one of the people, like, not at the J, because everybody was a relief manager there that we hung out with, but at other locations, if they were not peers to me, I definitely did not go hang out with them, and uh, you know what I mean? And the only time you could do something like that, technically anyways, was if I was, like, one time I threw a Christmas party at my house, my mom's house or something, and you invite everyone, 
like right. all the way down to those part-time associates. You know what I mean? That is acceptable because it's a group effort for the whole company, like things like that. Right. But um, before we wrap this up, I also kind of wanted to talk about how a lot of people who are managers that don't like to train the people below them. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Because, because uh, I've always been the type to be like, I'm going to train them because, oh, my internet connection is unstable. Anyway, um, I like to train them because that way it gives me even more freedom and I'm allowing people to grow within the company. And I've had managers who wouldn't teach me shit because they were scared to lose their position. Have you guys had those? Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. When that they see happened. like you're a little good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of those. And so I made it a point to like teach everybody in, you know, in within the certain like management levels, like mid-management above to teach them how to do it. Like my, my last assistant manager knew how to make schedules before they, she was allowed to make schedules. Now, question for you guys, have you experienced that also with maybe people you started with or employers, employees kind of on your level and now it's a competition thing because they see you're about to move up and maybe they have a problem with that? Have you guys had to deal yeah, with that? Yeah, so like I've, I've yes, within yes. the Torrid company, I've been to six different stores. I had one store who did not want me there at all. They let it be known. And let me tell you how they let me know that I didn't, I was not appreciated because I came and changed the lackadaisical way they were running their store. That's why they sent me in the first place. You know what happened? I was on a three-day vacation in Louisiana visiting my dad's gravesite because it was his uh, death anniversary. My other, one of my other assistants were out of town and the people who were the old crew there decided that they weren't going to open the store that morning on a Saturday afternoon. So I get a phone call from the mall security guard because they call the store manager like, hey, your store's not open. And I'm thinking something happened to the assistant, right? That was bad. And I saw I call my assistant. She's not answering. I call my other assistant. No answer. Key holder, nothing. Call my DM. I'm like, hey, the store's not open. I can't be there. I'm in Louisiana. (laughs) This is in Fort Worth. So I was like, I can't. There's nothing I can do from this place she was like what about your other one i was like well the one that did answer the phone is also not in the state because you guys let you guys said there was three other managers so we could both go at the same time turns out my fucking dm and the other manager gets there right the girls who were supposed to open the store threw their keys through the little holes you know from the the closing gate the they threw the keys in there and just walked out and like the whole crew ro- walked out because the manager, here's, here's the kicker. The manager that they had was my assistant manager that I had grown with the, under my wings. And she had, she had to move to my old store, which was a smaller capacity. And they had renovated that store into a bigger number store. So they moved me into that store again. Oh my gosh. So they didn't want me coming because they already knew. <laughs> They knew what time it was. And they didn't even clean house. And so what I want to say is you guys got people who are listening, you gotta give new managers a chance because they're not typically managers who are moving within a company. It's usually not even their choice. That was not my choice because I was pregnant and I'd rather stayed at Cedar Hill where my mom's house was five minutes from the store I was at. I would have rather stayed there. But because the numbers, the capacity didn't match up to my skill and her skill level, they wanted to bring her to the smaller one and take me to the bigger one. You know what I'm saying? 
And so that wasn't my fault. I can't help it. But the last te- last couple of the teams that I always had is on like they're on point. So it's on never point. an issue. And I already had people lined up to come fucking because every time I had to go to a store, I always knew I was going to lose people. Like because some people can't handle change. That's just the thing. Oh yeah, what do you mean? Some? That's a lot of people. They just don't. Yeah, like they change. just don't. Policy changes. Attendance oh God, changes. policy changes. Check this uh, shit though. Check this shit. So when it came to me in mm-hmm. the position that I am in right now, right, my mm-hmm. current position that I hold, mm-hmm. I was kind of shooting for it. It was it was a long shot from where I was, mm-hmm. but I knew mm-hmm. I was capable of it based on my all of my experience. But right. as I stated previously, mm-hmm. the place that I work at sometimes they want to see what you can do there. They don't right. give a fuck about what your resume <laughs> or what was you before. came where you came from. Right, they don't care where you came from. What can you do here? So it. Once upon a time, yes, in a hotel far, far away. Not a hotel, far, far away. Yes, approached my at Mm -hmm. that time who was my oh that girl yeah yeah she -hmm. was my um Mm -hmm. what's her position she was the director right 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 not gonna name the hotel I'm not gonna name of course not don't do that her but she was a director right. Hotel ops, and I was like, there was a resort manager position open. I was like, uh-huh. hey, yes. do you think I would be qualified for this position? Uh huh. Oh, Brandy disappeared. Tells, <laughs> Brandy it's okay. She'll come back. She tells me, no, I don't think you'd be, you would be qualified for this position at all. Right. And I'm well, like, I mean, so. All right. But the, here's the kicker this is the crazy shit. What? Uh huh. My first day yes. of resort manager. Uh huh. Yes. After I made it there. Guess who the fuck is checking out? Her. The, the girl. Because that lady had been separated from the company. Right, right, had right. been right. separated from the company. It was, for, it was meant for her to see, months. though. It was, it was meant, meant for, her. for her to see. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, you're here now? I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, to answer Brandy's question, yes, I have been in situations where I've seen people, not necessarily my peers, Mm-hmm. But there have been people that just did not want me to make it to where I could. I mean, it just it. it just happens a lot, like in that sense, I think. And you know what the other thing is before we go, because we do have to wrap it up. I don't know what happened to Brandy. I don't know if she just cut out or she fell asleep or <laughs> what the deal is. It is like one thirty on her end of the coast, so maybe she just right. like was like, "Fuck this, I'm leaving." I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna give her a tardy for that one. See, so put right. 13 points on it. <laughs> but no. So the last thing I wanted to talk about a little bit was how a lot of people think that CEOs and executives are getting paid too much, because that really bugs me. Not necessarily. It depends on what. It no, is what I mean is, it bugs me that people think those people are being paid too much. Right, but it's like it's weird not, because yeah. because you're not thinking about the thousands and hundreds of dollars they have spent to build that company, right? And the thousands of hours they have gone sleepless. So are they talking about the CEOs that have inherited that position or have applied for that? No, position they. I mean, it's just such a general thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just such a general have thing. Built so the business from the bottom, I guess, where people will fall into a CEO position. But hasn't Bezos built a business from a bottom up? It started he built in it from the bottom up. All the money that's generated. So did from Bill, the world, Bill Gates started his shit from the bottom up as well. So but, what I'm saying is, oh, her computer died. We just got to text. Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, all these people, like, 
feel like because they make millions and millions and millions of dollars that they should be able to pay their employees more. But I'm just like, okay, but why aren't they also talking in a sense that the skill level has to be there to make certain amounts of money is what I'm saying. You know what so I mean? So my thing is, if as long as it's on par with what, say, for instance, for the sake of argument, a delivery driver from Amazon. A delivery driver from Amazon versus a delivery driver from another company, mm-hmm. if their wages are competitive and it's somewhat the same, I don't see why he should mm-hmm. pay an astronomical amount. That's what I mean. If the wages are compatible. If it's a compatible wage, it's a compatible wage. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be, oh, because I make this much money, I have to pay you so much more. Now, if he would choose to do that, that would be great. It would. But at the same time, you're putting all these other companies under pressure because those wages are once again compatible so you have to make sure that you're paying people i wouldn't it sucks to say accordingly but but also the other thing is for the region i don't know but i don't necessarily think that he has to shell out all of his earnings just based. a lot of people do though a lot of people do and it's so weird to me and i know we're gonna probably get some slack for this shit and maybe brandy if she was there she would be on the other side because i think you and i agree on this because yeah. maybe because we've been in so much management positions because i feel like when they were first talking about um 15 an hour for regular pay workers you know like part-timers minimum wage. minimum wage people then i was looking at myself going so does that mean i get paid 45 dollars an hour because if i'm making triple the amount already as a manager right. are you going so to pay me level, right why, you see, yeah i feel does it. that I make sense because i try yeah. to explain it that way because i'm just like so if you're paying minimum wage people 15 dollars an hour so forget for example target next month is starting 15 dollars an hour no matter what position you start at so I'm wondering if the, the team leads are getting double that. Is the store manager getting triple that? You know what I'm so saying? You know what, you know what that turns into? That turns into um, all these salaried positions. Now you're a salaried manager. I know, but that, that sh- that's so shitty because then they'll lose people. Exactly. Because salary management, wow. I don't know if people realize this. If you're a salary manager, that means you are on the clock whether you're on the clock whether or not. Whether you're on the clock or not, you're always on the clock. <laughs> Because that means that you have agreed to a set amount of pay for the year and you will get, let's say you're making 6K a month, you'll get 6K, but you're going to work for that 6K. Oh, you're going to work for that shit. And this shit is minimum. Right. Like they give you an amount of hours. So my hours where I work at now is, which is I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. nine compared mm-hmm. to other properties on the strip. That's like 10 is minimum. Mm-hmm. I'm, respond, I'm required to work nine hours a day. Right. Yeah. If it goes over nine, mm-hmm. oh the fuck well. You don't get do extra, work. like you don't get time and a half. No, hell no. You know what I'm you, saying? You, you work until the job is done. That part. And you that's why <clears throat> that's why when I hear people who are like, Well, the CEOs are making six million dollars this year, I'm like, Yes. But before this happened, you're like it's kinda like when you have your own business as well. And I know we I keep referring to myself because that way I'm not putting anybody under the bus or anything, but if I'm coming into your closet to redo it and like style your personal stuff and i quote you 550 dollars for a six hour day and you're like that's 110 dollars an hour i was like but you didn't spend 20 years studying fashion right you're paying me for that that's what you're paying me for you can get an old body to go shopping with you get your buddy if you need to but that's not that hasn't been working that's why i'm here right right like you know what i'm saying or customers who are like I, i mean 
I've had people who want to order sweet treats from me and my baking business and they're like, wait, did you just say $40 for fucking cookies? Like a dozen cookies? I'm like, yes, for four colors and four designs. And then it goes up from there. I've had people do $60 a dozen cookies as well. It just depends on what you want. And they're like, but at Walmart, but at Kroger, they're like $8 for a dozen or $6 for a dozen. They're I was like, ready made. you're not my customer then. I'm sorry. And I'm not exactly. the one you need because you're saying that you want all these fucking elaborate designs on your cookies, but you're not willing to pay for that fucking time. I just read something that somebody uh, wrote on a cookie page where she's not a cookier. That's a name, by the way. We're called cookiers. Nice, <laughs> but she was like i just went and took a two-hour cookie course and decorated six cookies terribly and she was like i realized that i have to pay for these cookies if i want some decorated like this she was like look at these nine look at she was like i'm not saying the bakers now take six two hours to make six cookies obviously they go faster but they had to start somewhere i'm like yeah right we all started at the six cookies decorated horribly at two hours but now i can mm-hmm. do a dozen cookies in two hours decorated like immaculately and that's what you're paying for like, that's exactly what you're paying for and also what people don't realize is like decorated cookies it takes 24 hours to dry before i can do the next detail so i'm spending two days three days waiting for your cookies to dry to decorate and that's why it's 40 to 60 dollars you know what i'm saying that's still on the cheaper end because i've seen some elaborate shit and depending on where your economy is at in your city you can charge people like 150 dollars and it's like fucking crazy crazy but you know but anyway uh brandy did say that it's 130 just like i said (laughs) and she was like tell tell the podcast family and tell the the triangle tribe that i love them and all of this other stuff But, you know, the, the, the biggest thing is in any environment, even at companies and shit like that, I think that treating people with respect and like compassion will make a lot of things be better, whether you're a management or not. Like, I think managers have to take into consideration that e- even more so that the lower paid people are even more stressed out than the managers as well. And I need, I think that we need to know that the managers are stressed as well, because now they have to keep track and like you know understand where everybody is coming from because right. like, we you manage know. people not only the operation we manage mm-hmm. people. and right. so good managers like myself mm. I like to <laughs> aware of how everyone's feeling so that's i mean it's true but don't burn yourself out doing that won't burn myself out but i think it's my responsibility at the same time i think it's uh, i'm like i'm like one step ahead of you on the cutting off the emotional stuff because I I probably would do the things that are necessary to do to keep the business running as much as possible at the end of the day. Like if I cared about you, you would hear it from me that I care about you, but then there would be a big B-U-T. I'd be like, but because of the situation, I'd be like, I can't put you on that pedestal and try to help you if if I can't like do it. You know what I'm saying? If I have no say in it, then I just can't do it. So right. there's, there's been situations like that, like where my hands are tied because it's a business policy or something, then I can't make it go away is basically what I'm saying. But anyway, um, since it is getting late and D-Chun keeps cutting out, I don't know what's happening. I keep getting phone calls because I'm supposed to be at a business thing. <laughs> oh, that's right. All right. Well, then let's wrap it up. So if you've been listening to us and love what you hear, make sure you uh subscribe to your favorite podcast platform if you're watching us on youtube make sure you like and comment and hit that notification bell every uh thursday at noon central is when we uh 
drop our newest triangle episode. And if you're interested in our low, 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 low brow news, we do that on, on Mondays at 9 a.m. on the news angle. Um, we're also taking applications for more guests. So if you're interested, let us know, email us, um, or just DM or inbox us. All that information is at the it is in the like description box on everything. Also, if you feel like supporting our black podcast, please do so by listening to our commercials. And Asian. Yes. <laughs> and a black and Asian. Um, we also have uh, like a subscription thing that you can do. It starts at 99 cents a month. If you feel like it, if it's on your heart, isn't that what that black people say? If it's on your heart to if do so. If it's on your heart to do so. <laughs> 99 cents that. all the way to 10 bucks a, a month. Um, if you feel like supporting us please do uh we'll bring even more entertainment with that um it all goes right back into the podcast nowhere else that's what it's used for like equipment lighting all of but that equi- and better fucking internet connection and better <laughs> internet connection must have outsourced some shit i know i know I we're doing great fucking... though you guys have supported us so much that we got new equipment new lights new all kinds of stuff so you know all that greatness i'm, I'm about to get new editing stuff too with that and we'll pro- you'll probably see us doing advertisements here soon with it as well mm-hmm. for, for people to come on to our podcast and discuss things that you want to hear and talk about anyway with that said stay blessed stay woke stay logical and safe if you're black stay black if you're not support plcs and allies unite we'll talk to you later bye